Smith behind one to Thurston. Dummy comes back. Off the left foot and Thurston is over. So here is Farrow rolling it in. Oh, it's been knocked on. This will be a try for Josh Mullen. Smith fires it away. Thurston goes out. Here's Greg Inglis looking for 17 and he gets it. Just about the exact same names that we had last night in action too. It was uh, the Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 preview that you heard earlier. Now we've got the review and unfortunately for New South Wales fans, it's not good news. 6-4. Those dirty cane toads, a.k.a. Queenslanders, have won game one, which means we move to uh, game two up there at Suncorp Stadium. It's going to be very difficult indeed. This podcast, it's brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you have a legal issue to tackle, give them a call. 1-800-555-777. That number again. One eight hundred triple five triple seven, and just like in the preview, I'm joined by Maria Cialis, the editor of Big League Magazine, Pam Whaley, a senior writer, and Bowie Phillips, national sales manager, aka Dirty Stinking Hungover after a big night on the turps <laughs> at an ANZ Stadium. I, I can uh, I can agree with Cameron Smith. Getting out of bed the morning after State of Origin is very tough. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder. <laughs> How'd you enjoy it, girls, Maria? Um, I wrote one thing on my notes and it was boring, oh. underlined. Oh. Wow. Yep. Bit of contest though. It's, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like watching the NRL, I felt. Oh. I wasn't oh, sure. Sorry, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out the, uh, <laughs> the word to describe last night. I don't know whether it was frustration. Mm. Right. I don't know whether it was disappointment or just a combination of the two. But What about fa- the footy? <laughs> yeah, that was that was just because I didn't have till he's new in the uh, corporate box fridge. But uh, um, the footy, yeah, look, it was, look, I thought it was a great game, and uh, I thought New South Wales looked the best they have for a long time, actually. Pam, yeah, I thought it was. Um, it didn't reach any real any great heights. I thought that, um, I was waiting for something to happen, mm. um, and I fe- and I feel like that's where the frustration came from. It was just waiting for someone to crack the line, someone to do. Something, I guess, to go stand up and take that game by the scruff of the neck, and it just didn't really happen. But I, I think it was a, an amazing game, though. It was tough. It was yeah. It was everything that probably Origin yeah. I think is. incredible intensity yeah. to the game. Yeah. Uh, just didn't have that flamboyance that you've seen in other Origin games. And to yeah. me, that's what ANZ Stadium provides in many ways. You know, we always thought it was going to be a low-scoring game and a tight game because the venue lends itself to that. The next venue doesn't. Mm. The next venue, who knows? Yeah. But I thought there was periods there of sustained dominance from New South Wales that they didn't convert into points and to their great credit Queensland were able to hang in the game for not long periods of time all game they got a chance they got one chance and they took it yeah and that's the difference when you when you watch them in um when you watch them come back from a defensive set, they were that was saying on the commentary as well. They were so tired. Gone, yeah. yeah, people on the halfway line clutching their like sitting on the floor, but they kept turning up. Um, I don't know whether that's because New South Wales's attack didn't quite hit the mark, or mm. whether they're just that great. Which well. Combo too, mate. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, when they sc- when they scored that try to Queensland, there was not much happening. They weren't they weren't making much headway with the forwards. Yeah. And you get all you just had that feeling. You go, you know, this is a point where Queensland usually does something amazing. And before you knew it, I went straight out the back line. And well, look what they did. Look what they on. did. They were, they were wherever they were, and they were a little bit left of centre of the field. And then they went cronk. And then hang on, Thurston, what's he doing there? Yeah. He's supposed to be on the left side of the field. Nah, made the effort to get around to the right side of the field. And That's then he goes, oh, man. everyone says he's going to kick. 
looks, no, not going to kick this time because worst case scenario is we turn over the football down here and we're, we're 15 metres out from New South Wales line. He goes quick pass Boyd, a, a quicker pass to O'Neill and an even quicker pass to Gagai. Yeah. Bang, they're one opportunity, they take it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's just amazing. Um, well, that, that's the thing that we always talk about though is that they know how to just hang in there and they are confident in, in being able to do that and to defend anything that comes their way. But then when they get an opportunity, they take it every single time. They just make the right decisions when they need to. Mm. All right, who stood out? Queensland, who stood out for you for Queensland? Oh, the man of the match was Matt Gillett and to be honest, um, there are a lot of improved footballers in the National Rugby League. Not all of them get to play at state of origin level, but he is his game has gone to another level. He's a standout for the Broncos week in, week out. And last night, in, you know, in the vision, I was watching at home, in the vision, he just rushes into screen yeah. uh, defensively. You know, he, there's an intensity with the way he plays the game. That, And when you look at that, that sort of game, I thought, yeah, man of the match, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I thought Darius Boyd was hard done by. I thought he was the best player for me. I thought he was outstanding. He just did nothing wrong at the back there and he yes. just is he, I feel like he's just such an underrated player as well and has been for such a long time he rarely makes any mistakes he does make a lot of you know, really good decisions at the back there he's very safe mm. how is he always there he's always there yeah you know you, you're like oh there's no fullback oh yeah we got it no he's there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there were a couple of times when he just got his hands on the football uh, my new Matty Moylan did the same thing, but mm. just gets yeah. his hands on the football, kills the football in the in goal area. Is there? Um, it's not often you see kicks bounce, you know, th- and and that's probably what when you play with a guy like Billy Slater, you know, there was that point in the first half where uh, Mansour looked at Moylan, Moylan looked at Mansour, or might have been Ferguson, and, Ferguson and, yeah. and they let the ball bounce, and it's like, nah. If Billy Slater's at the uh, if Billy Slater's there, he catches it. Yeah, yeah. He d- yeah. doesn't worry about what the wing is doing. My ball. Um, and Darius Boyd's very much like that. Uh, when you learn off the best, that's what you get. So, um, yeah, he was good. He mm. was good. New South Wales. Do we have good players for New South Wales, Bowie? Look, I was actually, I was, I was pretty happy with the halves. Actually, I thought they worked quite well together. Um, it did make a difference. Adam Reynolds' kicking game, um, um, and uh, and look, Maloney had a great game too. They were testing defence early. Yeah, and Maloney stood oh. up the job. Some. Some of those uh, yeah. tackles he brought, uh, he brought those big men down so much so I think it forced uh, the Maroons into taking that penalty goal. Yeah, really. I agree. Yeah, he was. Uh, he obviously came in with a point to prove. I think in yeah. his defence, and he he absolutely did it. He was chasing down players all over the all over the shop. He was unreal. It's amazing what a bit of experience can do. And three years down the track, and you know they talk about playing yeah. fifty NRL games, and then you learn so much, and then you got to play another fifty at the hundred mark and all that. You know, I reckon in twenty thirteen he comes into the side. He's playing with the high flying roosters at the time, who then go on to win the comp. But he comes in and goes, "Oh, great! I get to play State of Origin." Whereas this time he comes in and says, I want to win State of Origin. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's a real difference. It's like Paul Gallen and Gus Gould used to talk about it the first time. Just because you get picked for Origin doesn't make you an Origin player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that, That's why the guys who perform at, at State of Origin level, I'm just in awe of because they are the mentally toughest athletes that, that I've seen. And then physically they have to do all that other stuff as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But to mentally go into there, to that pressure. Like I look at those young guys like Corey Oates and I've just got your fingers crossed and hope everything goes well for you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's, it's almost oh. you're just hoping you're not going to see a, a, a car crash. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah you know, exactly. Especially, <laughs> as I said before, wingers uh, that uh, debut for New South Wales, you, you're just sitting there going, We've oh, seen God, car crashes yeah. 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 and it's painful to watch. We but... were um, literally sitting there going, Moylan, all right, he caught it. <laughs> write it, write it down. <laughs> like keeping a tally um, yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, and he ended up playing pretty well. I think. 
What about his charges back? Oh, yeah. You know, I was yeah. thinking, okay, lay it off to the wingers and let them do it because they're more robust and you do the other stuff. Not only did he run the ball back himself, but he ran it back at an intensity that was Carmichael Hunt-like. Remember yeah. when Carmichael used to just yeah. pick someone out and just go bang straight yeah. out? Well, Matty Boylan did it last night. I couldn't believe it. And you have to. And, and there's nothing more annoying than fullbacks when they catch a ball and just sort of, you know, take their time, mm. you know, running it back to the line. The metres are there. Take them while you got them. Yeah. And, and that's what they did. There's national sales managers in corporate boxes. I mean, that's probably up there with <laughs> the fullbacks who run it back slowly. <laughs> They're probably on a par. I don't know. I don't know. Now, we all agreed there was an intensity to the game uh, and, and there was obviously a, a closeness to the game. So let's drill down a little bit tighter on that and watch, uh, look at some maybe game-defining moments or some turning points. I know it's, it was very early on in the game, but... When Josh Morris dropped the ball oh, from the team, oh, it's like, what about that? Okay. <laughs> uh, you could watch a million minutes of any rugby league at any level and you would not see that. And yet there it was early on in That's the That's a coach killer. Yet. That's what they call a coach killer. Oh, man. He also put a kick in later on, which was interesting. Josh on the Morris. third or fourth tackle. Yeah. 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 What about that uh, tactic kicking early New South Wales? At one stage... They did that Gus early in the game, Gaskell wasn't a fan yeah, of it. I, uh, sorry, I, was a fan of it. Said, yeah, I love this tactic. No, I wasn't. Uh, there were a couple of times when it looked like I've run out of ideas, mm. so I'll kick it. I also think um, Adam Reynolds's long kicking game started to suffer a little bit probably after the 60th minute. Um, so they were kicking early, but it was going straight down the throat um, and they weren't getting much field position. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they did it early in the game and they, they, weren't, they didn't really set themselves up in real good good position mm. um, once they got the ball. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. Having said that, though, there was a lot of repeat sets and they did force mm. a lot of repeat sets. Yeah. So I did think that they kept the pressure on there but just didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Kicking kicking early in the tackle count for field position, no problem with that. Kicking early when you're attacking the defensive line, can't understand that one. No, that just you think you'd use your, You'd think you'd use your tackles. Depriving mm. yourself of those, those opportunities. All right, um, Josh Morris, try or no try? No try. Honestly, we were sitting so far away from the screen, I couldn't tell what was ball and what was foot. <laughs> so, right. I, I still don't know. I, I, yeah, I'd look. I had my glasses on. I was like, somebody tell me what's a foot and what's the ball. I have no idea. But from 120 metres away, I called it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, the touch judge who was right. in that goal called right. it in. He called well. it in as well. That's true. Jeff Eunice. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I looked at all the replays and tried to find a way where New South Wales, had, Josh Morris had the ball <laughs> on the ground. In the in goal area, and he didn't, and I couldn't find it. So, but what about the other things that you know? Laurie Daly's come out and said, "Hey, we need new refs for the game too." To me, to be honest, that smacks of sour grapes. Yeah. To to be honest, did they get some bad calls against them? Yep. Does it happen in every footy game? Yep. Did they have other opportunities that could have allowed them to win the game? Yep. And didn't execute properly? Yep. I so thought it was a, it was an interesting. Um, I think he's just trying to deflect, to be honest. Yeah. Why? Yeah, so that, classic you're Des Hasler move. Here. Don't you allow the, <laughs> Don't you allow your players to then deflect? Don't you? When, when do you start assuming responsibility for the outcomes? So that's my concern with it. Mm. Um, mm. So there was one. There was one incident when there was it was ruled as a knock on from uh, Gagai and then reverse. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that one I couldn't understand. I well, thought that was a very and that would have been New South Wales with the ball ten meters out. Yeah. Well, they pretty much, they were pretty much just about defeated. I think before yeah. the the ruling came over, did 
what, what was the actual ruling? Uh, did they say that it did brush um, Cordner's hand? No, I think they said it brushed Cordner's hand. hand yeah. But yeah. Um, the, were the commentators saying that it hit his chest, so therefore it's not um, he wasn't playing at it. It wasn't a knock on. But who? But, and so there was a knock on later. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what that's what the TV commentators were yeah, saying. But no, the, yeah, I think it was Cordner's hand. Don't know whether, whether Cordner's hand was in there. Yeah. But the other thing is. What's the video ref doing getting involved in that stuff? Yeah. Like, leave it on the field. Let it go. Leave yeah. it on the field. That's not uh, – it, it's not a try-scoring situation. You, it's a massive call. Leave it on the field. Look, I know – And, it, and yeah. he, given the fact it was so inconclusive, if they'd yeah. gone back earlier in the game when Sam Thido drops the ball, then next thing we see a replay and Adam Reynolds knocks it out of his – if they reverse that one, I don't like it. But at least they got it right in reversing it. This one, I don't even know that they got it right in reversing it. Yeah, it just um, – I feel like it uh, – I don't, uh, it just goes against it. It undermines the referees that are on the field as totally. well. And I feel like it, it, it the, the confidence is just getting down and down. They need to be able to make these decisions and just stick by them. Just roll. That's that's origin. That's how that's how it is. That's mm. how every, any game of rugby league goes. So just, I don't know why they would do that. Speaking yeah. of roll with it, um, that ankle of Cooper Cronk's, mm. which smoke and mirrors, is it true, is it not? Definitely true. Yeah. You just saw that yeah. bruising before the game. Yeah. Definitely, Definitely true. Um, true. Uh, in the sheds after the game as well, it looked terrible. Right. Just, yeah. Amazing. How tough that to yeah. play that sort mm. of game. But on that, what was Cooper Cronk doing for Boyd Cordner's try? Where was he going? He was reversing out of that defensive line. It was really strange. Backed off, backed off, backed off, and just opened up the gap. Yep. And Cordner doesn't even invitation for that. Went straight through. Defensive lap from Cooper Cronk, which I thought Very was rare. Uh, yeah. most unusual. Uh, yeah. Now, we've talked about the, the gag I try and how they uh, they got hold of that. Um, uh, there was a gallon high shot on uh, oh, Matt Scott. high shot. Exactly. Can we use inverted commas <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you can't see that. If we're on Periscope, you would have seen that. If we're on Facebook Live, you would have seen that. Um, but, yes, definitely uh, a high shot there in inverted commas. The Papali hit on gallon on half time. Did we see that? Uh, it was, stop it was, looking at me, Jimmy. <laughs> I didn't see anything. It was legal. <laughs> Unlike some of the stuff you probably got up to last night. Oh, sorry. Hey. sorry. Hey. Hey. <laughs> these accusations are <laughs> These allegations are only alleged. <laughs> That's right. So, um, Yeah, it was just a great shot. Nearly knocked himself out. Um, the James Maloney save. Yeah, when, you know, the, the play yeah, that Andrew John's nominated before when Darius Boyd gets around the side, it, they did it to perfection. Yeah. And Maloney got across, and, and as you were saying, the, the guy who was under pressure for his defence um, was a saviour for New South Wales in that point. Yeah, and um, uh, Michael Morgan picking the wrong man to uh, mess with. Clem dog, pick the wrong hip. <laughs> he was, um, yeah, he was in the sheds doing media afterwards, and he was just like, yeah, that was Probably a bad idea. Right. Probably, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> were people explaining what happened to him? Or? He was fine, actually. Yeah, he was just like, oh, it was good, just a couple of minutes. Yeah, he just sat there and yeah. thought, oh, it's not a bad yeah. view of the game here, is it? It's not like he was out. Like Justin O'Neill, when he got hit, I thought, oh, out. Yeah. But he was just got to his feet, got back into the line and, and really mastered it yeah. very well. Um, but, you know, where was he, where was he playing? He just sat there he, like a picnic. Was, he, a playing picnic in, was he playing in the middle? Yeah, um, he was playing in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming on and doing that role. Yeah, that's his versatility. Uh, the <laughs> didn't look very versatile. No. Well, I think he was sitting there wondering, what, was that the right decision? Yeah. Yeah. Have I yeah. really just run it down? I want to go back to 5'8", I think he was thinking. Uh, speaking of um, interchange players with some utility value. I think we know mm. where I'm going with this. Dylan Walker. Now, on this very podcast, as a preview of the game, we questioned 
why he was there. Um, you, Bowie, yep. stood solid. I, yeah, I'm still standing solid too. Yeah. Um, he had nine minutes and 18 seconds on the field. Yep. Uh, and then when he got out there, he just didn't get the ball. Yeah, look, he... Can, I wasn't sure. As I said, I think he's, he came on for either lock or, or uh, second row, but he... He was just sort of wandering around. He, he, I don't. I don't think he really knew yeah, what he was supposed to be doing. It makes you wonder. Like, did they train for this? Like, is he just? Yeah. Well, I don't know. If you're going through training, you know, if you're a utility player, do you? You know, do you have ten minutes at hooker? Do you have ten minutes at, you know, second row? The word I had. Center? The word I had coming out of the New South Wales camp was that they said, "Oh, he's training as dummy half," and I said, "Well, running out of dummy half is different to be training as a dummy half. You know, training yeah. as a dummy half is." Servicing the side. Um, and they said, no, 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 he's training as a dummy half. And then I saw a bit of vision and I thought, oh, there he is at dummy half. Mm-hmm. But when he came on, he came on as a running foot. Like, mm. I thought maybe he, he was on, should have been on for Robbie Farrah at the 32 minute mark. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Get him yeah. on there yeah. and get him into the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you want to use him running out of dummy half that, and, and servicing out it, then that's a good time yeah, to do yeah. it. Because there were some very tired forwards out there for both sides and it would have been a perfect opportunity for him to get in there. Take some, take some metres from dummy half. Yeah. And then the play the ball, where he oh. tried to milk the penalty. <laughs> oh, maybe so any painful. other week that may have worked, but I feel like it's yeah. just not... Can't get away with it at State of Origin the, level, I don't think. You, you would have got, got away with it yeah. at Brookie Oval Sunday afternoon. Oh. But, uh, crowd, uh, yeah, crowd with him. Uh, <laughs> not, uh, and not and, and on Cameron day, Smith, of all people, like how many times yeah. is he lying For in the there, first right? time ever, Cameron Smith looked up innocently. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I actually yeah. haven't done yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> I actually haven't done anything. No, but for reals, guys. Yeah. I didn't do it this time. <laughs> well, we interrupt the Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 review for this important message. Now, it's brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you have a legal issue to tackle, call... One eight hundred triple five triple seven, and I don't say that lightly, because on the line we have Daily Telegraph journalist Michael Carianis, who has broken a massive story in the game of rugby league today. He's going to talk us through it a little bit more. G'day, Michael. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, everyone. Uh, look, congratulations on the story. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's not a positive one for the game. So let's go to it. Uh, based on your story today, and uh, anything other findings that you have, can you lay out to us exactly? Uh, what has transpired over the course of, well, I know it's not the last 24 hours, but uh, certainly the story has come to light in that time. Yeah, it's, it's a massive story, Jimmy, that's been brewing in the background for you know at least a month. Uh, police finally confirmed today that they're investigating two NRL matches for uh, alleged match fixing. Um, they would not say any more on the record, but it, it's my understanding that there's two games that they're looking at particularly closely from last year. Uh, it's, it's a manly Parramatta game and a manly South Sydney game from uh, last year. When you say match fixing, are we looking at uh, outcomes as in result of the game? Are we looking at uh, results within the game, like a you know a penalty goal, or, or are we actually looking at a, a wider picture than that, Michael? This is why it's so serious, Jimmy. We're looking at um, results of the game, wow. so match fixing, not spot fixing, nothing like that. It's match fixing, the outcome of, of the game and potential spreads on game. Michael, it's Pam. I was just... Um Wondering, like, there's there's been talk about this for for quite a while now, and especially over the past few years, I think there's been you know some isolated incidents, well, you know, that have appeared isolated, I guess. But is this a game wide thing? Is this a game wide issue, or is it just oh, these two incidents? It, it's 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 hard to tell at the moment. We're we're just in fo- we're focusing on the police, uh, or we're focusing our investigation around two games. Mm-hmm. Um, does it cast, will the police cast a wider net potentially? Um, I don't want to say it's rife within rugby league or anything like that, but um, two games is enough 
for it to be a, a major concern. One game's enough for it to be a concern. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Michael, it's Maria. Um, how how has the NRL reacted to this? Um, and what's the feeling you get from them about the seriousness of it? Uh, Maria, the NRL have known about this, so this is this is not sprung on them. They, they've been aware that police and journalists in the background have been working on this story. So when a when the story eventually broke this morning, they weren't shocked. Um, but they, they they're treating the allegations very seriously. Um, Todd Greenberg is, is uh, there's a phone hookup with all the CEOs uh, this afternoon, so to, to give them a rundown of exactly what's going on. Um, and he's he's already released a statement saying that you know the NRL are going to work closely with the police to to uh, work on an outcome for this. Michael, you said it's sort of been a bit of talk around for about a month or so. Um, now, these games took place last year. How has it sort of come to the surface now? I mean, you know, in regards to match fixing, is, I mean, is there irregular betting or has there just been, you know, word of mouth has been spreading that this has been happening? How has it all come to, to light? Yeah, how, how it's actually come before us is, uh, it's just one of those things that have just, They've just happened, and you've been working. You hear something, and then you work away on it. You work away on it, and eventually it, it amounts to today. But um, in terms of betting records and, and, and all that sort of stuff, where we, you know we don't have access to those yeah. at the moment, so um, there, there, there hasn't been, I don't think, a, you know, a, a bright light that's sort of shone and set the alarm bells off. But it's definitely something that's been brewing for a while. Well, this is interesting because if they've done that without the access to betting records, then the NRL have the right to go into all betting partners and access their records um, and, and look at any irregularities that may exist yeah. within those two games. Have the organised crime squad given an indication of the timelines and when they might release some more information, Michael? No, not, no, no, not at all. They don't work to, to timelines, particularly to, to media timelines. So they'll... Uh, work, you know, in the background on this investigation and when they've got something further to say, they'll, they'll tell us. Uh, the problem with that is that um, the, the NRL do work on timelines. You know, they've got games yeah. this weekend. They've exactly. Got, they've got people who are paying hard-earned money to go out and see the games. They want to make sure what they're seeing are legitimate contests and, and that goes to the very heart of this issue. Exactly, yeah, I agree. It's, it, it rips at the integrity of the game and everything mm. that we as all fans, we're all fans of the game. This is what we've been brought up love, to love and um, it does. It does rip it down if, if these allegations are, are proven to be true. Mm. Michael, if they're proven to be true, do you have any idea what the sanctions would be? Uh, you've got, uh, it's, it's got to be a life ban, doesn't it? This is uh, if, if they're found into, if anyone's found match fixing, I don't think there's a place for them in the game or in sport. I don't think anyone here is going to disagree with you, Michael. It's a massive story. Um, congratulations again on breaking it, and we will read with interest uh, going forward uh, about exactly how this uh, plays out. Not a good look for the game, but um, anyway, let's hope we find some positives. Thanks again for your time, Michael. Thanks, guys. Michael Carianas there from the Daily Telegraph uh, broke that story today about uh, match fixing, not spot fixing, match fixing in the National Rugby League. Mm, probably not good timing it's it's better to just come on as a major sponsor of the NRL either. When is good timing? Never. For, for this. Yeah. Um, and, and that's yeah. the thing. You know, you look at uh, the newspapers yesterday, and, and I, I work for a radio station that's owned by a betting organisation, but you look at it and you go, wow, front page of the City Morning Herald, mm. there is a massive ad for a sports betting partner. Back page of the Daily Telegraph, there's a massive ad for a sports betting partner, and you think, wow. Yeah. I know they've got commercial imperatives, but... Uh, where do you draw the line? And it just it just makes you think. You're like you, you can't imagine as a fan that anything 
could happen like this. You know, it's it's a game. There are so many people on the field. There are so many people officiating. Like, how could it happen? But I mean, I guess anything can, and it's quite scary and sad. Not not only could it happen, but could it be attempted? Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's that's. We remember twenty ten with Ryan Tandy. Yeah, it yeah. it didn't yeah. happen, but it was attempted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a court of law found that. So it, even if they didn't get the outcomes that they wanted, the fact that they would attempt that—that's the thing. That, that's the thing that I find is the saddest and most difficult to understand because these players work their entire lives. Like their entire life is dedicated to football. They, uh, they live it, they breathe it. It is what they do every single day. And they put themselves, they put themselves through that to win football games Mm. and to be as successful as possible and to risk all of that for some possible, whatever possible reward they might get out of it, it. It, you have to wonder what kind of a mental space they are in and what kind of a situation they're in to to justify it. Well, the other thing that we've seen uh, over the last few days, uh, and the NRL has written warnings about this, but uh, we've had persons of interest or persons known to police who have infiltrated playing ranks, and as a result of that, they've been given warning letters and, and so forth. So I think um, you're right. Th- those people who have spent all their life preparing themselves for this uh, sometimes, yeah. somehow, uh, get themselves off track. Uh, it's... The State of Origin review, uh, we just had to get across that topic because it's a, it's a very big one. Uh, so we appreciate the time of Michael Carianis. Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 review. Maria Cialis, editor of Big League Magazine. Pam Whaley, senior writer. Bowie Phillips, national sales manager. I'm Jimmy Smith. I am a genuine blow into this group. But uh, <laughs> brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you've got a legal issue to tackle, call one 800 right, we've looked back, but what does looking back inform us about looking forward. Pam, three weeks' time, State of Origin 2, Suncorp Stadium. Well, I actually agree with what Mazzy was saying last week about the utilities. I think that we didn't use Dylan Walker well enough Mm. and Michael Morgan came on and uh, sat down quite quickly and then sat out. Had a picnic. Uh, So, (laughs) yeah, it just kind of – what was the point of that? Four forwards. Okay, so – you're going to use the same 17 and use them differently or are you going to get a different 17? I think a just a different 17, I think, four forwards on the bench. Four forwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, see, in my mind, if they subbed Dylan Walker for Bryce Cartwright, I'm happy. Mm. Yeah. Bryce is also a forward, can yeah. play or in the forwards. Wade Graham. Wade Graham. Yep. I'm happy with Bryce Cartwright. Luke Lewis. Oh, I love Luke Lewis. Bring back Luke Lewis. Bring yes. back Luke Lewis. So here's the thing. I reckon you've got to score 20 plus points to beat Queensland in Queensland. Yeah. You know, you're not going to beat them 8-6 in Queensland. So that's why Bryce Cartwright, you say, might leak one, might get you two. So from yeah. New South Wales' point of view, uh, you take that. Queensland, any changes to the Queensland side? I don't know whether they'll do the same thing and look at that utility role. Uh, look, I, I probably can't see him changing too much. Nate Miles mm-hmm. didn't get... Too many minutes. I don't know what the what the issue was there. And his impact wasn't great. His impact wasn't great. It's his thirtieth game. Um, um, you know, there's only so many miles in the clock. No pun intended. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's um, a good one though. <laughs> so, uh, so w- you have to find someone. Jacob Lilliman. He's Jacob a power forward. Yeah. Gavin Cooper was calling to. I know he can't play um, in the front row, but he does make a lot of meters. Uh, Josh Papali was very good. Yeah, yes. uh, he gets retained. Awesome. The beauty of what they do with Michael Morgan from a utility point of view is they're lucky in that he's a big body, so he can go on there and do a back rower's role, or um, and then he can play five eighth or half, or he can play fullback as well, playing the centres. Like that's how versatile he is. But it also gives him experience. 
Like this is remember Cooper Cronk was on the bench for ages because ages, Jonathan Thurston yeah. and Darren Lockyer were in the halves. But then by the time he played his tenth origin, he's then a starter. And then it's just like an old glove. Yeah, um, absolutely. Fits perfectly. I'm bringing Bo Scott into the New South Wales team. Four. For the game two. Yeah, for four. Who? James Tarmo. James oh, Tarmo. No. Wait, am I watching a different game? <laughs> <laughs> well, Am yeah, I seriously? Yeah. He, he, he was a passenger again. I'm okay, sorry, but he was. Let's have a look. Okay, so he started the game too. There was a late change from Laurie Daly. He started the game, Pam. Yeah, so he made 20. Okay, so he had 10 runs for 81 metres, 23 tackles. Mm. No. Mate, I'm sorry, but his jumper wasn't even dirty. He did come on in the second half, and he's, I'm, he must have changed his jumper. His jumper was very <laughs> clean, he, didn't, he? He, didn't, he didn't change that jumper. I'm, uh, no. Do you know that specifically? Were you in the sheds at halftime? Actually, don't tell us where you were at halftime. <laughs> um, I'd like no. to apologise to uh, Josh Jackson right? Um, because I thought he had a great game. I thought he played well. Yep. I, I think he's what probably... What do you apologise for? Because last week we I, I didn't nice. bag him. Yeah, you tore him to strong, shreds. Strong, strong words. Yeah. Um, I think that my... I think that we... Well, I think that New South Wales showed yesterday that they can beat Queensland. Mm. Of course. I didn't think they're that off the mark. They, I no. thought they dominated Mate, for they, periods. Yeah. Mm. I, you'd almost... They're almost a better side. Did Fafita get enough game time? Um, I think the thing about Fafita is he starts off... You know, just rolling yeah. through, and you're like, and then, yeah. And then, and then it starts slowly, slowly starts, starts <laughs> slowly starts getting slower and slower. I think, I think he got a good amount. I, I was surprised that Aaron Woods was on the sideline for so long. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Did Woods and Gallon too. get enough time? Woods no. usually plays big minutes too, doesn't? Yeah. It? That's yeah. what happens when you've got look, Tamo, Clemmer, Fafita, middle forward, middle forward, middle forward on mm-hmm. the bench, and, and I know they swapped over, but Greg Bird, Bird was being used as a middle forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got. Too many middle forwards, almost, because the guys who can play bigger minutes don't. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's an impact of that. So we have to. Uh, so obviously, there's going to be a few changes though in the back line as well. Because so, so if, yeah, Dugan uh, ready? No. Dugan no. no. Tedesco. Tedesco. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think you can drop Moylan after him, that. No. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I don't. Uh, can you leave James d- Tedesco out? Like I just don't He's think that so you can good. leave him out. His numbers are phenomenal. He needs to be there. My but thought is so. But what at fullback? My my thought I think, is I think he should be yeah. I I I would have I would have accepted that Tedesco go to fullback and Morlin go to five eight, but Maloney, Maloney played, played so well yeah. that and and as a result of that, even though I'm a massive Tedesco fan, I reckon sorry mate, you're injured at the wrong time. It's just unfortunate. Left, yeah. you, we're going to leave you out of this series because to drop Matt Moylan after that performance, I think would be unfair. Yeah. yeah. I do think it's unfair, but it's it's just the situation I think that we're in. I guess we've just got to wait and see what Tedesco does over these next few weeks. And yeah. if he comes out killing it, he he's got to be there because what? he's he is an unreal in player. He can Walker. turn a game. Oh, no question. <laughs> um, well, here's the other thing. This is very New South Wales. Josh Morris, who defensively does a great job in English, but probably limited from a attack point of view. Mm-hmm. Could you swap Tedesco into the centres? Playing him out of position, I wouldn't risk it. Would you? Josh Morris is is solid. Is Tedesco a great defender? Well, he's yeah. He, yeah, he tries saving tackles, but yeah, semi rad radra. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. uh, but but against Greg Inglis, and that's when you're making decisions. Like yeah. at, mm. when fullback, you go, well, I got to go and tackle yeah. him. But in the centres, you go, well, which one am I tackling? Yeah. You got to make yeah, decisions on that. Uh, it's a risk. All right. So I haven't really solved anything for Laurie Daly and his selection panel for I have. game two. Drop, well, 
James Tamo. You, you oh, have, okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's no, fair enough. Stick solid with that. New South, oh, Wales. Change New South Wales will be a better team in game two if James Tamo... He's out. off the bench. Okay. Is, I'm, is, I'm putting is, Bryce is Cartwright in for Dylan Walker too. Um, yep. Do we keep the same referees for game two? Uh, just on the back of what Laurie said. Is there pressure now on the National Rugby League to appoint different referees for game two? I think... I think it would be like admitting defeat. Like, why would you let a coach push you around like that? I'd name the exact same referees. Has Ben, has ben Cummins done a Roosters game since Trent Robinson fired that at him a couple of weeks ago? Question. Um, yeah. do they normally, I don't think so, no. Do they normally, no. the same referees normally do this? Do they do last well, year? Well, if they're in form, yeah, they're, Bowie, they, they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that Laurie Daly was done a favour, though, was by Kevin, Kevin Walters in, the, in his press conference. He said, yeah, we got... We got, we got 50, the 50 calls. You need he that. He did say so that. I thought that was, was really, really interesting. It was really weird. He, was, he had comic timing too, <laughs> didn't he? Did. He just yeah. threw it out there <laughs> yeah. and then he waited. Everyone was laughing. He <laughs> mentioned something about taking money off Cameron Smith and giving it to the referees or something. It was, look, it was, I was odd, like, Kevin, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Classic to stop. Kevin. Yeah. Classic but if both, both coaches, I think, if they've both said, look, there were some 50-50 calls here that – you know, Queensland admitted we got them all. New South Wales said we didn't get any. I didn't. Th- I, uh, I, I didn't know. think there was. Well, if I was New South Wales, I'd say leave them there because maybe they'll square it up. Not in the yeah. second half, but in the second game. That's but what's Laurie's main gripe? What, what what decisions are you talking about? Well, I reckon there was that one tough one where the, the video the ref turnaround. Turnaround. But that's the video ref. Yeah. yeah. But I think there were exactly. there were exactly. not these guys six I, penalties I in the right. first twenty minutes, and Queensland got four of them. And then in the second half, there were. Two, yeah. It was four all. Penalty count was four all. Yeah, but they 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 blew them all in the first twenty, and then and then you know they've got in the sheds and they like, yeah, like okay. They, they do, but that's the worst yeah. part about it. They, the penalties they give in the first five minutes they don't get given. In the, but know, yeah, in and the then yeah, and then things that New South Wales had done that New Queensland was doing, but they were sort of left alone. So I think that was the main sort of issue. Who was it that played the ball facing ANZ at the the grandstand? Oh. Who was that? That was like just the most ridiculous <laughs> thing where you went. <laughs> Oh, it's an origin game. Play on! Yeah. <laughs> Play on! I didn't minor, see it. Minor, minor details. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was either a penalty for playing the ball not square or a penalty because the guy didn't let you play it square and either way it was like, oh, too yeah. hard well, to ask. Well, yeah. Yeah. Play on. Play I don't on. know what happened there. Yeah. Let's, let's keep yeah. going. Yeah. Maria, Pam, Bowie and Jimmy, the Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 review, just about coming to a close now. What we do have to do is... Courtesy of Slater and Gordon, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call. 1-800-555-777. Have a look at our fearless predictions ladder, which I see on our rundown, Bowie. You've done in a table form, uh, which is what you did last year, which, That's to right. be honest, probably your strongest contribution. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> and, Do you do any you... work? Are you just doing tables? It took him all day to add these numbers up and there is one That's, point. I to, that's an Excel table too. Oh, oh, yeah. And then you put that in a uh, Word document. And yeah. That's a skill in itself. You know how hard that is? Oh, I'm, He's I'm even a, underlined the subheads on the, on the thing. Yeah, look, oh, fearless impressive. predictions. Look fearless at that. Re- okay, well, let's have a look. It's about fear the, with a PH. But <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's have a look at the table from the bottom up. And there are three people on the bottom of the table. Um, Bowie, you're one of them. Could you talk us through your fearless prediction? Dylan Walker to score a try. I think he was very unlucky. I think that next touch, he would have been over to, uh, to win the game, but uh, not to be. Mm. All right. <laughs> Just let those tumbleweeds go through. Uh, Maria? Uh, I predicted Josh Mansell would make 200 metres. He made 118 and six tackle breaks. So still had a great game. He did play Go well. Go me. I should get half a point. But anyway, don't worry about it. No. Nah. No, nah, I wouldn't have thought no. so. You uh, six tackle breaks. Because she's going six tackle breaks. You made six tackle yeah. breaks. 
And an offload. Yeah. He's good offload. <laughs> and an offload. He was great. Yeah. You don't get a point. I thought he was good. Um, mine was that Matty Moylan would do it, have a try assist. Gee, at different stages. Run off him! Run <laughs> off him! <laughs> you were riding at home all night, weren't you? I'm surprised you haven't claimed it at some point. No. Did, did Matty Moylan thinking, touch the ball at some stage during the quarter? Try? If it's three passes later, I'm claiming. <laughs> But no, no, no tries no for Matty Moreland. Um, so we have our you almost did. Hey, you almost did. When? Yeah. It got knocked down yeah. by... Uh... And the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dango. Almost. Yeah. Dango that was a good yeah. play yeah. from Dango. Mm. Yeah, I don't know whether he would have got there because there was defence yeah, coming, across. coming across. I think he just had to what, play at it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he had to dummy and go. Yeah. I thought Moreland dummy and go. Anyway. Unlucky. Anyway, I'm still on naught. Now, on one, and a standout leader is you, Pam. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you're for and against. This, <laughs> you, how, how this you, is, this is the fast of this table, right? So I've got one point for the win, mm. and he's taken off 0.5, and my, in the Half points point tally, I still have one. Yeah, what's so up with that? Well, if it comes down to equal standing, yeah. your for and against that's does right. come that's into it. Yeah, yeah. Into oh, it. Um, and you, your, your for and against is minus half a point because uh, I decided that you're your prediction just wasn't that Okay, let's, let's, let's say, so my prediction yeah. was that um, the winner would be decided by a penalty goal, and yeah. that's what happened. But I don't think that's... That, that's Which is the same as saying I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, but, we it, got, but New South Wales was beaten by almost 50 points the last time they played. I feel like that's fairly fearless. It could Look, have been a 30-point game. It's in the table now. So, sorry, Pam. Is there any chance that we can get the... Um, save as or just save on the desktop? Or we can just go in and change that? No, no, no. Any, any chance we can get the integrity unit to check your betting records? <laughs> just have a look at that, please, Pam. Yeah, I know. Oh. Wow. Slater and Gordon. Well, <laughs> Slater and Gordon, 1-800-555-777. I'm calling you now. Uh, well done, Queensland. 6-4 in a very low-scoring state of origin to start the 2016 season. In three weeks' time, well... Two weeks and six days, actually. It'll be on again up at Suncorp Stadium. We'll be back five days before that for the Big League Magazine State of Origin 2 preview. Until then, have a great Rugby League weekend. Smith behind one to Thurston. Dummy comes back off the left foot and Thurston is over. So here is Farrow rolling it in. Oh, it's been knocked on. This will be a try. Smith fires it away. Thurston goes out. Here's Greg Inglis looking for 